on the floor, now my jewelry box froze Fuck a bowl, fuck a stove, counted millions in a cold Bad bitch, booted swole, got her on bankroll Can't fold, that's a no, headshot, case closed What is up guys, it's Andy Frisella And this is the show for the realest say goodbye to the lies, the fakeness and delusions of modern society And welcome to motherfucking reality Guys, today we have Q and AF That's where you ask the Qs and I give you the AFs and if I wasn't as cool, it would just be the A's. But since I'm super cool, it's AFs. And that's pretty much how it works. So this is the personal development version of our show now, okay? Uh, we built the base of this show on entrepreneurship for a long time. I don't even know how many years. Uh, with the MFCEO Project, it was the number one entrepreneur podcast of all time. It still is. Um, and now we talk about the crazy shit going on in the world a little more. So we rebranded. We're real AF. And uh, if you want personal development content, Q&AF is where it's going to be. Uh, otherwise, you can look at Arte Syndicate where we get into it every week uh, in depth. So with that being said, what am I missing? Oh, there's a fee. There's a fee. The fee is very simple. Um, you Venmo me $100 per episode. <laughs> and you give DJ $2 for reparations. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, guys, uh, the show is free, okay? Um, and all we ask is that you send uh, some good words to your friends and family and like-minded individuals about us. That's yeah. all we want, right? Um, what else? What else? Oh, if you want to submit your questions, email yeah. them in to askandyandyandyfristello.com. Cool. So that's, that's the deal, all right? Now we're going to get into the Qs and the AFs. Uh, but, what, I mean, what's going on, dude? <laughs> Nothing much, man. Yeah? Coming off do this of weekend. We had a great weekend. Yeah. Uh, we had an athlete weekend here at 1P, and yeah. that was fucking awesome. It was awesome, dude. Yeah. You know what was fucking awesome? You know what made it so awesome? We did this new thing now. It was the first time we ever tried it, but we made it no cell phones. Yeah. Like, we, hit, we, we had a casino night at my house. Yep. It was fucking awesome, dude. dude. I ran up on that fucking blackjack table. Yeah, you were, you were uh, partnering up with Fred Warner. Yeah, I was. That was fucking awesome. Yeah, that was fucking me and, me and Fred ran the table on yeah. blackjack. What man. a good dude. Fucking awesome. I love, I love that dude. Uh. His, I watched you guys over we, there. We kept high-fiving. You guys are over like there getting excited. Me. This dude's got a fucking nine-figure contract. <laughs> <laughs> and he's excited about fucking these fake-ass chips. Yeah, right, right, right. But well, that's dude, the thing. There was no, there was no risk. You no, know what I'm but it was look, cool, dude, because, yeah. like, dude, look. It made me real. It sounds really weird, but it made me realize how much phones take away mm. from these experiences that we were supposed to have in life. The personal connection. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I had the Friday and Saturday, I had in probably six, seven years, mm. the two best times I've had just because nobody was checking their phones, nobody was taking pictures, nobody right. was absorbed in the going-ons of the world. They were there and yeah. present. It was and really, it was really, and, and, yeah. really cool. No, and dude, the thing is, like, like, like technology, right? Like, there, there are great fucking advancements. There's great fucking places for technology to fucking help in. It's does, done tremendous things, right? But this personal connection of like just people, human beings connecting, <clears throat> this this does not help that. No, bro. It's I, this after this past weekend, yeah, because it like totally re-energized my. I don't know. I want to sound like goofy, you know, but like it made my like spirit better. Yeah, like I'm in a better dude, mood today. We, humans, we thrive on that. Yeah, like, that's a net. Like that is dude, a fundamental like necessity of bro. Our. It's so noticeable. Yeah. Like I was in a good mood today when I yeah. woke up. I fucking. Felt better. I, I when I when we had our meeting this morning, I was excited to see everybody. Yeah. Like, dude, if you don't know what I'm talking about, bro, put your phone away for a fucking couple days. Mm. Like for real, put it away for a couple days. Yeah. And fucking, you know, make your family put it away for a day a week or something like that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, it 
it, it, I don't know. It, it just opened my eyes. You know, it's kind of like how you don't realize how things are getting when they happen incrementally over time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like yeah. the frog in the boiling water. Yep. And like what I realized is, holy shit, dude, this is how it's supposed to be. Yeah. You know, and this technology that we have, as great as it is for some things, it's become overbearing. And, and uh, you know, I really think people need to consider how much time they are pouring themselves into this this alternative reality of the internet. You yeah. know what I mean? You know what's funny though? Some people will be like, oh, I'm not, I don't spend that much time on my phone. Oh, I'm not. There's a real quick fucking easy test. You can go to your settings and look at your fucking screen time. Yeah. On average, people are spending eight hours a day. Eight hours a day. Yeah. And he's fucking. Bro, I've, I've, uh, I've probably spent more of my life in, in the internet world the last 10 years than I have in the real world. Yeah. And like, dude, I look back mm. and I'm like, oh, fuck, I fucking regret that. Mm. Those are the best fucking years of my whole entire life. Yeah. I happen to fucking spend with this shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I'm going to make a conscious effort to, to I mean, it's still going to be there. I'm not fucking say, hey, fuck technology. Still useful. But, you know, I think developing uh, technology discipline is something that I think is worth striving for. Yeah, I know, agree, man. Really. I agree. Like, the payoff's too good, you know? So anyway, those are my opening thoughts. Yeah, that was fucking awesome, yeah. though, man. It was a good weekend. It was a good weekend. Well, we got three good ones for you. Uh, so let's knock these out. Andy. I have seven employees, okay? I just had a meeting this past Monday and things got pretty heated. And all of my employees but two left and quit. I'm fucking lost. Side note, it took me three years to get to seven employees. Um, and right now, nobody else wants to work and I feel like I'm ready to throw in the towel. Does he say why? <clears throat> no, he just says things got pretty heated. Yeah, well, you know, unfortunately, um, <clears throat> especially when you're small, you know, those kind of things happen. I think every business at some point in time has some sort of little revolt when yeah. they're smaller because yeah. there's, you know, it's just you. You don't have, you're not really, these people aren't getting paid. Uh, you know, when you start a, a new business, bro, like people have to understand it takes a long time to get to a place where um, you're paying your employees uh, in a proper way. And I would say overpaying them is proper in yeah. my opinion. Yeah. Um, You know, and that can be incredibly difficult when you're when you're managing a team where everybody's sort of bought into the mission or what we're trying to accomplish, and you know you don't have real leverage for them to not walk away, right? Right. And and so I've had this kind of thing happen to me a few different times um, no where I've had yeah where I've had whole stores of employees leave at at, a t at one time. No shit. Um, you know, and that's incredibly hard. You know, one time I had a. One time I had a whole store of employees quit and I went to the store and it was empty. It didn't have any product in it. Like we had uh, $80,000 worth of product in that store. This is like 15 years ago. No shit. And yeah, and there was fucking $3,000 worth of product left. You know, we didn't have cameras. We couldn't prove it. Uh, we tried Damn. to get, yeah, dude. So I never like, heard of that. That's fucked, that's fucked yeah, up. Yeah, bro. But the thing is, the reason you haven't heard that story is because, you can go ask Jason about that story. Yeah. But um, the reason you don't hear it is because it's happened so frequently, like things mm -hmm. like that happen, you know, and all I could say is, you know, these, this is, should be a learning lesson for you. Um, there's some responsibility on your shoulders and there's probably some on their shoulders. Yeah. And as you get more mature and, and bigger company, you know, you can, you could create positions in your company 
uh, that are harder to walk away from when things get hard, you know, and that's the goal. You want that because you want people to be invested into your company and not just walk away when they get extremely frustrated. Mm. Um, so that will get better as you get bigger and, and, and more profitable and you can invest more into your employees. But at, at the beginning stages when you have, you know, less than, you know, 10, 20 employees, it can be really fucking hard. Yeah. And, and I, I relate to that, man. Like that's a, that's a very difficult situation. I'm sure he feels very alone. Yeah. He feels like betrayed um, or she or whoever asked that. Um, Cause that's how I felt. I remember I felt like, man, I'm fucking doing everything I fucking can. And you know, these people want more and more and more from me that I can't give. Right. right. And, and so from an employer stand of uh, point of view, it, it's, it's incredibly difficult um, because you're trying to, you know, at that stage in the game, you know, it's one fire after another fire, after another fire, after another fire. And you don't really have the skills to organize your team properly right. um, because you haven't learned them, right? You're right. just in the beginning of it. So my advice to this person would be like, hey, understand that these kind of things will happen and it probably won't be the last time something like that will happen. Um, but if you, stay, if you stay plugged in and you stay putting one foot down in front of another, um, you know, you will get through this. Uh, but it will only matter that you got through it if you actually learned the lesson and were able to take responsibility for your part in creating that scenario. Make sure that it doesn't happen. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So what you should be looking at is what things could I have done differently leading up to that situation um, that could have helped avoid it, right? Yeah. And, then, and then what you want to do is you want to start recognizing that sort of situation way ahead of time next time, right? right? Like. Right. You should be able to see a situation like that coming months ahead of time, right? And then you have to work to solve the problem yeah. before it becomes this big inferno. Right. And that, that's that's The truth is those employees didn't leave that day in that meeting. They left. No, that's right. Yeah. It was over time. Right. And, and so that's what you have to understand. It's just like when a, when a significant other breaks up with you. Like right. they don't break up with you because of one thing. Right. Uh, they break up with you because of the previous four years of things right. that you never fixed or never adjusted. Right. And then it feels like they just decided today, right. but the truth is they just decided slowly over time. Mm. And that's why when these things happen, you know, most of the time trying to like change their minds is, is not no. going to work because there's been enough lead up to this scenario to where they're going to just think you're full of shit. And it's right. a hard pill to swallow um, that you might be a little full of shit. And maybe you need to adjust your technique and maybe you need to, um, for this person, I would invest heavily in trying to become a better leader, a better team organizer, um, a better uh, manager, a better CEO in terms of managing people. Because I can tell you for sure, and I, it doesn't matter if the entrepreneur that I'm talking to is a first-year entrepreneur or a, a 20-year entrepreneur or a 30-year entrepreneur worth billions of dollars, they always say the same thing. Managing people is the hardest possible thing you can do. And it's even getting harder because the mentality used to be we come to work to get a fucking job done, right? Now people have their social, I guess, thermostat has changed to a point where they feel like it's almost, it, to me, it comes across as severe entitlement mm -hmm. um, that they believe that I'm responsible for their personal lives right. and their personal happiness. I'm fucking not, yeah. right? Like they have the leverage. Yeah. yeah. And, and like, yeah. dude, that's something that's very frustrating as a CEO or as a manager of people is when people can't handle their own fucking lives because they're undisciplined and they're weak. Right. And then they bring that shit to you and then make it like it's part of your problem. Oh, I'm really not happy and blah, blah, blah. Well, what are you not happy with? Well, you know, my wife or my husband or blah, blah, blah. 
Well, that ain't me, bro. That's a you problem. You know what I'm saying? Right. And and dude, that shit does not belong in the fucking business, the place right. of business at all. Right. So, you know, people need to really check themselves when they understand, like, like when you, and dude, this is an important perspective to think from an employee as well right now. There's not that many good fucking jobs right now. Right. People are starving for employees, but most of those jobs are running the play from like 19 fucking 80, right. where they pay their people the least amount and expect them to do the most. And that just doesn't really work anymore because there's too many options for people to make a living. Right. Uh, you know, other ways, you know, people could get on Etsy or eBay and fucking make enough money to survive or just sit on their fucking couch. Yeah. And take a check from the government. Exactly. Right. So yeah. there's all kinds of other options that they didn't have. And so if you want to, if you want to build a great company and an effective company, it's almost as if you have to create the place that is so cool and so fun and so good to work at that these people will come here for fucking free. Right. Right. That's real. Yeah. Would so, you, would you tell them anything special for the two employees that did? that did stay, that were loyal, that didn't... I mean, those are definitely the people that you're going to want to build around. You know what I'm saying? But just remember that whatever mistakes you made leading up to... leading up, I actually think if you look at it like that, it's a blessing. Because hmm. now you know who you can build like with. thin the herd a That's right. Yeah. So that, that's, a rare, that's a very good plus that you pointed out in that scenario. But also remember that all those things that led up to those people being disgruntled and getting heated and walking off, those other people felt as well. They may not be voicing it. Maybe they need the job. Maybe they have another reason. So what I'm saying is you have to own your mistakes for this situation with those people to build back that trust and that credibility, mm. even though they're staying there right now. Right. See what I'm saying? Right, right, right. So like, right. it's not just like, oh, they're loyal. Like they're probably pissed off too. Right. And you're going to have to figure out, you know, how to, how to get them back on the team. And that comes from just being real, dude. And yeah. like saying, hey, you know what? Here's where I fucked up, but I don't agree with this and this and this, and I can't have that here. So right. we got to move forward with this, and this is what will not happen again. This is what we're going to do moving forward, and this is how we how we move, right? Yeah. So um, there's a lot to that, but at the end of the day, it's not the end of the world. At the end of the day, I think if you talk to every small business owner that's become a medium size or a large business owner, they've dealt with these kind of scenarios. You're not you're not alone at all. Right. I could give you ten different scenarios just like that, and if I'm being completely honest. Most of those were my fault because I didn't know how to lead properly. Mm. It's the truth. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I say a lot of times, like my biggest regret is that I have great people that I had in the company previously that, that I pushed out because I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. And yeah. it's, dude, being a great leader, being a great CEO is a lifetime commitment. Like right now, I think I'm pretty good. In 10 years, I'm going to think I was shitty now. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. right. So that's, that's just the way it goes, bro. And, you know, we have to, we have to deal with those things and move forward uh, with, a, with, a positive, with a positive, you know, uh, mindset and a positive momentum with the team. And that starts with owning what, what, what you did wrong, correcting the behavior. Yeah. So, that's fucking real, man. That's tough, man. I mean, yeah. that's a tough I mean, thing. Uh, I mean, it, it, emotionally, that's tough. Because, yeah. dude, when that happens, you really feel like you feel like a fucking failure. And you feel alone. And you feel like everybody hates you. And it's just, it's just a very lonely feeling. Um, so stick it out, man. You know, it, it, you're not the only one that's ever had to go through that. Yeah. That's real, man. <clears throat> Andy, question, question number two for you. We've talked about test days in the, in the, in the past, right? <clears throat> but what is your what, what's your take on having bad days? Um, and a bad day for whatever reason, right? Like, I'm just in the mood. How long should that bad day last? 
for that person. For well, I, I don't think most people have bad days. I think most people have bad moments that ruin their day. Mm. I think if most people were aware and self-aware and were able to move from one emotion to the next quickly, um, and you learn that, that's a skill, by the way. Like, I can literally be in a meeting with someone getting pretty heated and walk right out and do uh, a call or, or do a podcast or do something else, and you will know, have never known that it happened. And so I think when you say, oh, I have bad days, I think most of the time it's because you don't, you haven't acquired the skill of, of compartmentalizing, uh, you know, the issue to the issue, if that makes sense. So like a lot of people, you know, they wake up in the morning, they, they go to work, let's say they get, they, they get in a fender bender, right? right Their right. fucking day is ruined, <laughs> okay? Right. When in reality, the truth is your day is not ruined. What happened is you got something that put you in a bad mood and then you ruined your fucking day mm -hmm. by going through the whole day saying, I got an accident to work and my day sucks and <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Fuck this. And, right. you know, sometimes those people end up throwing their whole life away because they had one bad moment, mm. you know, and I think it's important to recognize that most of the time it's not a bad day. It's bad moments. Yeah. And this is not something that's easy to learn. It's not something that's been automatic to me. Um, I have the only reason I know this is because I've been guilty of that for most of my life mm. where I could get halfway through the day and some bullshit happens and then I'm fucking pissed off the rest of the day. And guess what? Sometimes it still happens. Right. But I have to, I, I am more aware at, you know, this point in my life than I was, you know, 10 years ago or two years ago or 15 years ago. Right. And <clears throat> now, regardless of what happens, I'm usually okay to be able to say, all right, look, it'll be good. Uh, this sucks. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. Yeah. You know, and I remind myself back to like, okay, that was a one, that was a, that was one part of my day. It's not the rest of the day. Yeah. And you move on. And, and, uh, and it's, it's easier to say that than it is to do it because, you know, it, it, when you're emotional, it's especially like these darker emotions, it's hard to pull out of them. Right. Right. But I think on top of that, another thing you can do is that you can use these days as fuel, right? Mm. Like when you feel like you're like things aren't going your way. Um, that's the time where you need to lock in and control what you can control. Yeah. And that's where, you know, you need to control the basics, like what you eat, what you put in your brain, what you drink, yeah. uh, you know, who you interact with, your exercise. Like these things are things that no matter how bad things are going, you are ultimately in control of it. And if you say you're not, you're lying. Mm. Right? Yeah. So I think it's important to recognize that when things are rough in life, you know, we're all going to go through times and sometimes it lasts, you know, a day. Sometimes it lasts a week. Sometimes it lasts longer than that. Sometimes it lasts months or years. But at the end of the day, you're choosing to live in that misery. Right. You're choosing to stay in that place because you're choosing to dwell and to, to think and to analyze and to beat something to death that quite honestly is irrelevant. Right. It's already happened. Right. You know, so right. you are in control of your own happiness. And your own, your own, whether or not you have a good or a bad day, you're in control of that just by changing your fucking attitude from, you know, oh my God, this is the worst thing ever to, well, that sucked. All right. On with the day. Right. Right. And like, that's how we, you or, you know, right. Hey, that sucked. All right. Well, on with my life. I got to keep going. Right. You know, and those things, um, switching your mentality dude those things can ultimately save your life yeah because dude, I, I don't think people like that that's an extremely powerful thing right like i mean you have fucking 60 seconds of a bad situation or a bad call and you're gonna let that ruin the next fucking 15 hours of your day possibly yeah 
Well, bro, you've seen it. I mean, even I'm I'm not the best at this. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm just saying it's the truth. We're we're human. Yeah. Like, there's times when people piss me the fuck off and I'm like fucking pissed. Yeah. Right. And I stay pissed for a while. But usually what do I do when I do that? What do we do when I get pissed off? We uh, either work out or do cardio. That's or... it. That's usually almost always. Yeah. I'm like, hey, let's go. Yep. And we'll go fucking hit the weights, or we'll go. We'll go fucking do outdoor cardio. Yeah. And and we'll it's like co- redirecting that momentum yeah, right that's there. It. Well, dude, what I'm doing is I'm taking time that would be spent being negative. I'm actually substituting the time with productive action. Right. So when you when you have the ability to take negativity and substitute it with something productive, you get to move forward even though you don't feel like you're moving forward during the bad times. I think this is a huge key to life. Yeah. Huge. Yeah. You know, it's a pivot point. Hey, I'm fucking pissed. All right, I'll go work out. Mm. Hey, this is fucking bullshit. All right, well, I'm not going to fucking order pizza. I'm going to stay on my plan. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And when you, when, you, when you substitute all those negative times and you, like, think about it. Think of all the bad shit that's happened to you. And what if you use those as a trigger to go ahead and do one little step forward in the right direction? Mm. Think how different your life would look. Yeah. Right. That's and, a, and still being able to count that day as a fucking win. Yeah. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, that's a huge deal. Like, if you can't get better when times are tough or when times are out of control or when times are frustrating or you're angry, uh, you're not going to do much in life. Yeah. It, it's just reality because those things are going to happen so often. And this is where people become victims, right? They're like, oh, dude, this bad shit, it fucking only happens. Motherfucker, that happens to everybody. <laughs> right. It's just in a different way. Right. Like, we are having. Bad shit happened to us that we consider bad shit every day, all day. That's for every fucking human on the planet. Every fucking human. So what's the reasoning for some people consistently winning? Well, they figured out how to keep moving when things are fucking not ideal, when conditions aren't perfect. And if you can't move forward when conditions aren't perfect, you're dead in the water when it comes to life, dude. It's it's the bottom line. So, you know. Take, try to take those times where you're having a bad day and still execute. And then when you wake up the next morning, you, it won't have compounded, mm-hmm. right? Like, oh, I had a bad day. Then I ate right. pizza. Then I didn't work out. I missed all my shit. I blah, 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 woke, blah, up, blah. woke up late. Yeah, yeah. Like, dude, but instead yeah. you wake up in the morning. You're like, fuck, that sucked yesterday, but I still what fucking won. Right. And I'm still going to win today. Dude, that builds confidence. That builds personal power inside yourself that you fucking, like most of you, to be completely honest, have never experienced yeah. because it's not the norm. It's not the norm. Think about what's pushed down through society. What's pushed down through society is not, hey, be resilient. Hey, push through. Hey, this, that, the other. It's, hey, let's pass a law so that you don't have to deal with anything hard. <laughs> like that's, dude, right. it's, it's fucking absurd. Yeah. Hard shit's going to happen. You know, I've said it since 2015, 14, 13, whatever, and everybody copies it. But you're going to, it's going to be hard either way. Okay, being broke is hard as fuck. Being successful is hard as fuck. All you get to do is choose which hard you're going to fucking be and you don't get to opt out of it being hard. That's the fucking thing where people fuck up. They think they can opt out of life being hard. No, life is going to be hard. But you get to choose the result that it's going to produce because of it. Yeah. So. I love it, man. I fucking love it. That's the truth. (laughs) Andy, question uh, number three, our final question for you guys. Andy, I've been trying to explain to my friends the power of visualization. And they always ask me, why do I write things off as manifestation if I'm still going to do the work to get that, that done? Can, can you help me explain this a little bit better? So his friends are just trying to say, that's not, it's not visualization, it's not manifestation. You're just working for what you want. 
Well, I think the most, I, I, first of all, I think that's a very uneducated viewpoint on the scenario. There's tons of science that shows that it's actually true. There's, if you get into quantum physics and you start really reading into it, or you start listening uh, and reading like people like Dr. Joe Dispenza's work, um, you'll understand that it's real. Okay. There is a real energy out there that they do not want us to understand and they don't want us to have control of because it makes us powerful. And that energy is from our fucking brain. All right. And we're able to produce ideas and attract events and attract things in our life with the power of our brain alone. It's fucking. Now, do you have to do your part? Absolutely. But without ever figuring out where you want to go, how the fuck are you going to get there? Hmm. Okay. So the reason most people fucking like lose in life is because not only do they not dream small or not only do they not dream big, they don't dream at all. Hmm. Right. They just. They just, they don't, they don't think anything's possible. So they never take the time to even paint an ideal life. Or if they do, like you hear them all the time, you know, I'd really like to do that. But like, for me, that would look this much smaller. Right. Right. Like right. you hear people talk themselves out of their dreams all the time. I do at least, yeah. you know, oh dude, you know, I really love your garage, but like, and all this stuff, but like for me, dude, I would just want this one thing right. like, and, and, and it. I could, you could see it in their face and not a, that's just an example, right? Yeah, it's what you're going to substitute that for everybody. Uh, but people have a habit of selling themselves short because they lack the belief in their own abilities. Uh, and they also lack the understanding of the quantum reality of being able to attract things into your life. Right. And those things are scientifically proven. There's tons of science behind it. Uh, there's tons of, un, there's tons of classified science behind it. Uh, fuck the CIA was using people to fucking, uh, auto locate and, and visualize the locations of missing people right. and it has been successful and they've been doing that for fucking 50 years okay so like that's this this is real shit right all right and and the reason people don't think it's real is because the government and people who are in power and the elite people of this country and the world have for centuries suppressed our own true abilities as humans because they can't control us if we become independently strong and understand what is actually possible in life and, yeah. and in this world. Right. And so, you know, that's why they do things like putting chemicals in the water or putting, um, you know, chemicals in our foods and all these things. These all have, this is all tied together with the suppression of the human potential. Mm. All right. So I don't expect people to understand it. Uh, but if you were actually to practice it and you were actually to commit to it, you will figure out that it's true. And then what happens is you start to study and you can see why it's true. But, um, yeah, I mean, like, look, dude, you know, none of my friends fucking thought it was true either. And here we fucking are. Right. Right. Uh, when <laughs> right. I said I was going to fucking build all this shit and build this building and build this company and live the life that I live currently, everybody laughed at me. Everybody, nobody fucking thought that it would. And I visualized it every day and I got up and did what I could do. But I can tell you this, um, the amount of work I put in to get this, uh, is, is equal to the amount of alignment that the, that, that, that the universe created for me in terms of allowing me to achieve those things. Mm. So what I'm saying is I, I, I honestly feel like because I visualized it aligned up and made it way easier for me to get to with less work, if that makes sense. Yeah. So yeah. like I worked really hard, but like the amount of payoff that it's shown because of where I was seeing myself going, there's a lot of things I can't explain, dude. Right. You know, there's a lot of breaks I had that, 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 were part of the plan in my mind 
but didn't make any sense logically on pen and paper, right? Or, right. or so like you have to understand there's things about this world like your friends, they probably think they got it all figured out, bro. Right. Well, how come the most successful, wealthy people in the world who have billions of dollars, when I talk to them, they don't have it all figured out, but they they believe enough because they've seen enough to practice things, right? It's like gravity, dude. Like, like we can argue about it all day, like, but we go up on the roof here and you fucking, we're going to find out, you know what I'm saying? No, like gravity you, ain't real, bro. <laughs> yeah, right. So like, it's the same thing with the law of attraction and quantum right. physics and quantum realities and all of these things. They don't want us to understand these things. Okay. You know, you think it's a coincidence that they say, oh, well, the, average, the human only uses like nine to 11% of their brain. Oh, really? Right. No, that's the nine to 11% that you want us to think works. Right. That's the truth. Right. So um, I believe a lot, a lot more of our brain that these people don't fucking understand is responsible for us actually manipulating the reality in the universe by just thinking about things and focusing on things a certain way. Hmm. So, you know, people can argue it and you don't have to believe it, but I can tell you this. When I started it, um, I had moved back in with my dad uh, after seven years of living alone. I was broke. I was actually less than broke because I was fucking highly in debt. Uh, and within four years of practicing that, I was driving a fucking Lamborghini and flying private jets, and I ain't ever looked back. Mm. So, we oh, yeah, like <laughs> you're not gonna you yeah. could people could argue this all day with me. You could bring in every fucking human on the planet, and I'm gonna be like, yeah, sorry, you're wrong, right? And and, and that's you know that might be anecdotal evidence for me because it's my own experiences and what I've seen in the real world, but it's enough to prove it to me. And right. you guys can either decide to take my word for it or not, but considering where the fuck I came from and what, what the fuck has happened so far in my life, I'm pretty fucking young to achieve what we've achieved. Yeah. And a lot of that I credit to uh, not just visualization on my own part, but collectively getting everybody to see the same vision and us working together. I think there's a lot of power in, in, um, in collective uh, attraction, so to speak. Yeah. Right. And you have to, because well, even that collective consciousness. Like, yeah, it's that's collective consciousness, yeah. right? Like, like, dude, it's like, it's like, if you could get a whole group of people to see the exact same thing, how much more powerful is your vision? It's it's infinitely more powerful because all these people are putting out energy into the universe that's that's attracting the same thing, and it can attract it at a much greater speed. Yeah, see what I'm saying? Yeah, fuck yeah. So dude, that's how fucking skyscrapers are built, bro. bro it's right. how everything's built. People yeah. just it's what that person's dealing with is small minded, uneducated people, mm -hmm. and and that's just. Sometimes, you know, it's better to not be around people like that when you're trying to do great things. I know it was for me. Like, I fucking eliminated contact with every single fucking person that, that doubted me, which <laughs> unfortunately, <laughs> but fortunately, was almost everybody for me. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't really talk to anybody from my past too much anymore unless they've been around for the journey. You know what right. I mean? Because, right. like, it would be impossible for them to understand and then if I'm telling them about it now, it's, it just sounds like I'm bragging when in reality, I'm just telling them my life, right. you know? And so that's not fun to be around either. Like when you're, when you're trying, you know, like imagine going to dinner with one of your old friends, right? And you're like, oh yeah, blah, blah, blah. And they're telling you about their life. And then you start talking about your life, but your life has become so fucking ridiculous that they, th they go home and they're like, yeah, fucking Priscilla's just bragging about blah, Fuck blah, that blah. Guy. No, yeah. dude. Like that's just my life. Right. You know? And, and, but people don't understand that. So. I think sometimes it's appropriate to really limit who you interact with, especially in these early days. Because um, that's also part of the, the, the universal shit, right? Yeah, yeah. You surround yourself with shit. You'll get yeah. more shit. No, listen, that's undeniable. Yeah. There, listen, 
Bro, they've been writing about this for hundreds of years. I'm not the first fucking person to ever talk about this. Like Napoleon Hill wrote fucking books about it. Uh, you know, there's, there's, there's people from all the way from prehistory until now that have spoken about this, right? Sometimes they were burned at a fucking stake, but it, it's the truth. Right. And I've, I've become a believer. Um, I've become a believer after this last two years that not only is, not only is that shit real, but it's been intentionally kept from us. Mm. Right. It's been intentionally fucking made to seem like it was bullshit. Yeah. For, for, for other people's gain and not yours. Yeah. Just so, like success. Yeah. Because like, dude, how do you control someone that literally is in control of their whole reality through their fucking brain and then willing to work towards that too? You really can't. No, you can't. So yeah. I would strive to become that because that's where you get true freedom. Like right now, when I go home and I think about like my life and I think about if I want it to change or how I want it to grow or what I want it to become, I'm 100% confident that that can happen no matter what the fuck it is. It, it, I could just, I'm like, okay, well, all right, I'm going to start thinking about it this way. Right. Right. And then I'm going to do the little things during the day. But I honestly think that the things I do during the day are 40%, maybe 30% of it. And the, re and, and the visualization is 70%. Mm. That, that's, that's, that's my take on it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, you know, you can believe your friends or you can believe me. <laughs> that's fucking awesome. I would listen to me if yeah. it were me. Well, guys, Andy, that is three, so go pay the fee. Yeah, guys, appreciate you guys listening. Uh, please share the show, and uh, talk to you next time. Yeah. Went from sleeping on the floor, now my jewelry box froze. Fuck a bowl, fuck a stove, counted millions in the cold. Bad bitch, booted swole, got her on bankroll. Can't fold, does a no, headshot, case closed. Close.